0: Welcome to Logos on Cover. Doug Brown here, joining with uh, Andrew Whitman of GetWeirdTough.com. How's it going, buddy? Good, man. You? I'm doing awesome, man. I'm doing doing great. It's a beautiful day outside. Uh, here we are in, um, I guess, approaching middle of May and uh, on to episode 11. Hope everybody's doing well out there and thanks for sharing the show with others, um, especially people that are you know maybe looking for answers and having a hard time with things and and have questions and all that stuff, so we're here to do whatever we can to help make life a little little easier and again, not getting into the whole like theological discussion, but it's can this stuff work in real life and make make life better and in, in all areas and all cylinders, as you say why not let's explore it so
1: yeah I'm a fan of like having a better life. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I like it
2: every day.
1: I like like it to be better.
0: (laughs) So we spent last episode talking about uh, faith and how to make it work. And we really just scratched the surface. There's a lot of stuff. We talked about, first of all, that faith comes from hearing and hearing the spoken word, Rama, the rhema word of God. That's in in Romans. And um, we talked about as well how just hearing the written word doesn't profit, that if you don't mix it with your own faith, it's not really going to produce anything in in right. your life. And then we also discuss, of course, that the number one way that we hear the spoken word of God is from our conscience, is, is that little voice, that's still small voice, that
1: put on the sunscreen.
0: <laughs> that's right, the sunscreen voice. So um, that was interesting to get into. And then, of Beyond course. Beyond time. Oh. <laughs> well, oh. So stick with the sunscreen model, yeah. you know, example, if we hear that voice and we don't... Apply corresponding action to actually put on sunscreen. We can say we have faith that sunscreen, you know, sunscreen works. Sunscreen works.
1: Yeah, but it didn't work for us. Didn't work for you. It Correct. That's a work. that's a great analogy. Yeah. So, so faith
0: right faith without works, or really, as as you showed us, corresponding action.
1: Or you can even say application. Because we'll say it like this: sunscreen works, but sunscreen is dead without application. Right. If you don't apply it yeah. to your skin; it ain't working for you.
0: It's like this. all all the disney princess castles i've been been uh you know blessed to (laughs) to to give for christmas and birthday some assembly required some assembly (laughs) there's some stuff you got to do um so we went through a a good bit of that, that those discussions about you know what makes faith work What's that process look like? And you, you nailed it, man. It was, it was, uh, it was brilliant. Um, your, well, thank your, you, sir. Yeah, I, I mean, I gotta say, I gotta give out some, some kudos where it's due. You basically said, I don't care what you say. You I'm to
1: show it, me, show me. My kids right. say this all the time. They don't fall for whatever you're saying. Even my, my kids, they get it. They're like, man, I show me the right, Show me your actions, yeah. and then I'll believe you. So your
0: actions, what you've done. If we're doing like an after-action report, your actions will prove what You believe not so much the, not so much the, the, what you say or what yeah. you, you know, what you do is governed by. and Let me see if I get this right your actions because we're going to get back into it here. Yeah, your actions are directly related to your thoughts, yeah, attitudes,
1: right? So, you're and beliefs. Right. So going your actions, working backwards, working backwards, your actions come from your attitudes towards mm. something. Like, if okay. you have a bad attitude, you're going to act a certain way. Right. If you have a good attitude about something, you're excited about something, like Christmas morning, you're excited, you're going to act a certain way. So your attitudes. To back the attitude, where your attitude comes from is what your opinion or belief is. Okay. Like, you believe today's going to be an awful day, you're going to have a bad attitude, which causes you to act bad. you follow that? I, I do. Right, so, yeah. so your actions come from your attitudes. Your attitudes come from your belief or opinion about a situation, which comes from your imagination. That movie clip you played mm-hmm. out in your head that you saw, like if you ever had the conversation with that coworker that you can't stand before you even got, you're in the car driving and you just know how that that's your imagination, which causes your belief, this is going to be a bad day. Then you have an attitude that's awful and then you come in and then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. And that goes all the way back and they back up that imagination comes from your thoughts and from what you're feeding on, mm. like so what you're focused on the thing that you keep thinking about, right? And then as you think about those thoughts, it turns into that movie clip. So like I said, when we were kids, we used to watch The Three Stooges, and then we would like poke each other's eyes out and smack each other (laughs) on the head. because We would watch it for like two hours on a Saturday, you know, because they had a marathon or something. Then my mom would be like, you're not watching that anymore because that's how you're at. Because we fed on that. It affected our thoughts. Then we saw ourselves doing what they were doing. Mm Mm-hmm had an attitude right, right? i mean i had a belief about though, this is okay cuz it was funny and then <laughs> an attitude towards them we're doing it to our brother but then it's driving my parents insane right yeah so that's it, right so that's the, that's the faith process in a nutshell
0: yeah and i think that the, the thing we kind of left off on was going through an example of someone do, going through a hard time and bad news comes and you made the comment when bad news comes get happy because the answer the question we should all ask ourselves in anything, because tribulations are going to come, trials and troubles, it's all going to be a part of life, is not, oh, crap, why did this happen? Or why did God let this happen? It's, okay, it happened. How can I use this to my best possible advantage? Right. It's a, How can I learn and grow? It, yeah, right. So maybe let's jump off there and, and, and uh, let's talk a little bit more about that.
1: Right. So let me say this. So, and people are like, oh, Adam, you know, I know somebody and they believed in that healing stuff, mm. and they died. Or I know somebody, in there believing God, and they still lost their job. And they're the most, I mean, I don't know anybody had more faith than them all the time. Right. They're talking about, I'm blessed and highly favored, and Jesus this and Jesus that, and they died.
3: Mm.
1: Man, that guy was even, a, he was in the ministry, and he died. Right. Right, so that's the first thing I wanted to address.
0: I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. You're going to run our race.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's my faith. I'm not judging you for your faith. Jesus said time and time again, "Your faith, according to your faith, be it unto you. Mm. Whatever you will, be it unto you. However you believe, be it unto you." So and now, look, here over here in Romans three, I want to look at this, right? Because people, I don't care whatever happened to anybody else. I mean, I feel bad for you, but Romans three and verse three. Paul addresses this at various, he says, So for what if some didn't believe, shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? God forbid. Verse 4. Yea, let God be true, and every man a liar. As it is written, that thou mightest be justified in thy sayings. Death and life are in the power of your sayings or the tongue. Mm. Let every I don't care if it didn't work for them. Mm-hmm. If I spent and this is what I I could spend 10 minutes with you, 5 minutes with you, literally 30 seconds with you, this is what I do as a coach in corporate I I know you try to justify yourself with your sayings. Life and death are in the power of your sayings or your tongues, right? The language that you use, the words you use, how you talk about yourself, what your attitudes are when you're saying it, your tone of voice, all those things, I know exactly where you're at. And when you uh, say, you could say, and again, right, show me what you do, not what you say. You could say all your little quote Christian verses and your Bible verses all you want, but if you don't believe it, Five seconds after you said that, you're on the phone with your best friend, right, telling how it really is because I'm just being realistic. Yeah. I'm not pie in the sky, right? It's like, yeah,
0: if we're in a safe space, we can, yeah. we can have a – no one's going to hear it. Right, so I could say the real answer, <laughs> the what real answer. I really believe will come out yeah. of my
1: mouth and what instead of what my right answer is, right? So even if it doesn't work, and I, and people are like, I just can't square that. Well, listen, man, I wasn't with them. I I, I will judge their faith, but clearly it had nothing to do with God's end because Paul said, what if some didn't believe? Did their unbelief make the faith of God with no effect? (laughs) No is the answer. No. So, you know, I love looking at biographies and success stories Mm -hmm. because they build up my faith. Do you know why I love Tom Brady so much? Because he went 190. He was the last oh, yeah. kid kick for kickball. Picked right. for kickball. Just like me. When I was a fat kid in high school, I was got picked last. Dude's a grinder. He's not that talented, but he made it to the top of his game. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not I don't connect as much with Jeff Bezos because he was like a gifted kid in a special program and was right. super smart and like a genius already before he even got his, you know, high Ivy League job. I can't duplicate that. I'm not a genius. So I connect with so my you could if you're a genius you should look at Jeff Bezos and try to I look at people's success stories that are closely connected with me. But if Tom Brady didn't make it, does that make it impossible? Or if I don't make it, but Tom Brady did, does that does that make it of none effect? No, like if you believe you could do it, you could do it. Yeah. If one person has done it, another person can do it. So find somebody. Don't look at the here. Stop looking at all the failures unless you just want to do an actual after action report and find out where they missed it mm-hmm. and correct and start looking at all the people that did get healed or did have, you know, prosperity or did have, you know, good relationships and a good marriage or did make it to the top of their career or did you know any of these you know riches, honor in life, all the good stuff, all the promises, yes and amen. Find those people.
0: Yeah, that's um And you can see where it would throw somebody off, especially if they have someone they know that that they have a relationship with. Yeah, and they're a good person. They're a good person. They go to church all the time. They have all the right...
1: It has nothing to do with your behavior. How many times do you have to say No. Good or bad? It has nothing to do with it. In fact, if you just look... (laughs) Oh, man. If you just look up just a little bit from that verse, he talks about circumcision and uncircumcision are keeping the law or not keeping the law, right? The two ditches that we talk about. You're in this ditch, then you're in that ditch. Are you in this ditch or you're in that ditch? There's no benefit to being in either of those ditches. So let's just look. I'm going to look in verse uh, 25. We'll start there. Is that okay? Sure. Of verse of chapter two of Romans. For circumcision, verily, profiteth, if you keep all the law but if you're a breaker of the law then your circumcision not profitable makes you uncircumcised so if you're going to do if you're into the behavior checklist the only way it'll profit you if you do it all Mm -hmm. and how could you do it all if you didn't know it all now we're back to the pharisees remember they had to memorize the first books of the bible that's where they went so if you want to do that go ahead yeah yeah i'm not holding you back Verse 26, therefore, if the uncircumcision keep the righteousness of the law, shall not his uncircumcision be counted for circumcision. So somebody who isn't even circumcised, but they kept all the law, but the only thing they didn't do is get circumcised. They still get counted. They're like, yeah, you did it. You did everything except that one thing. So would it be counted for that? And shouldn't earn circumcision, which by the nature, if it fulfills the law, judge you who by the letter of circumcision does transgression law. Well, if you did everything but that one thing, then no you're still going to be a transgressor of the law. If you did it all but one little thing, if you did everything but one little thing, not profitable, by the letter of the law, you're smoked.
3: Mm. Guilty.
1: Guilty. He said, so, the person who is a Jew is not one outwardly. Here's, not, here's the prophet. The prophet doesn't come from somebody who's a Jew outwardly doing the law, but that circumcision is inward, not outward of the flesh, but he is a Jew, which is inwardly in the circumcision of the heart in the spirit and not in a letter whose praise is of men, not of men, but of God. So what advantage has the Jew? What profit is there of circumcision? Not the outer circumcision. The only thing that will profit you is the circumcision of the heart, one of your spirit. Much in every way, chiefly, because they were committed to the oracles of God. That's the rhema. So you're so, committed to the
0: voice. So the inward, inward circumcision meaning what exactly?
1: When you circ- Here's how you know if you're, you have inwardly circumcised is that you listen to that voice that says, put on sunscreen, and you do it. And you do it. Then you're, you don't have to keep any of the behavior checklist. Just listen to your conscience if you're born again. This is, what it, this right. is the fancy schmancy legal way of saying because it's all legal. Sure. If you just listen to that Rama spoken voice, that little voice, put on sunscreen. Be on time. Don't eat the Twinkie. Yeah. You're golden. Right. Because
0: it's in everything in life you're going to encounter. Everything. It's, it's right. constantly, talking, it's constantly
1: to talking to you. It's constantly talking to you. And so, but then it says, verse three, right? So I'm committed. That's how I know. I'm committed to the oracles. I'm committed to that voice. What should we say if some didn't believe? Does that make their unbelief with that? What if some people didn't put on, they didn't believe the voice that said put on sunscreen. If some people didn't believe that, does that make sunscreen of no effect?
0: No, it made it no effect for them.
1: Right, for them. Yeah. Well, just, but yeah. th- I'm not going to like sue this. Like if I didn't put on sunscreen, I cannot go into court and be like, sunscreen didn't work. You <laughs> claim that it worked and I'm suing you. They're like, well, did you put it on? Well, no. Well, yeah. get out of here. Yeah. This is the same thing, right? This is what people do with faith in God.
3: Right.
0: And, it, it, again, the, don't be fooled by the outward appearance. Because yeah, because they could do it,
1: all that, but they didn't listen to the voice. So I yeah. can go— And nobody
0: knows it except them.
1: Right. I could be Mother <laughs> Teresa on the outside. Yeah. But if I don't listen to the voice that says put on sunscreen and I get burned, why did God let that happen to him? I can't right. believe it. You'd be a seatbelt in your car, the life right. vest on your, you know, boat— or your jet ski, the any of the, you know the helmet on your SWAT raid, I, you know whatever it is that you're dis, you're deciding not to. And this is as basic as I can get it. It goes way more complex when you're dealing with relationships and business deals. But you got to learn how to run before you walk. Wait, mm-hmm. no, that was Ocean's Eleven, right? <laughs> you got to run before you walk. but you got to be able to crawl first with this stuff. If you can't, if you can't obey and you're not circumcised in your heart, if you will, enough that you're committed to. Hearing the voice for sunscreen, drink water, you know, it's hot. One time I was cutting the grass, and I was and I was like, my voice was telling me, you know, drink water. I stopped and drank water. You know why I did that, Doug? Because there was a time in Panama, we were on a seven-mile Boots and Newts jungle run, and I heat stroked. Oh. My internal temperature was 110 by the time they medevaced me on the Black Hawk and got me to Panama City. They figured I should have been brain dead. Whoa. So when I hear that voice, I just stop and yeah, drink water.
0: You take it seriously.
1: Right. Yeah. But you don't have to go through that situation before you take it seriously. You right. don't have to get blistered in skin cancer before you put on sunscreen and a hat. Yeah. Right? This is the same thing, right? Then people are like, well, you know, that's why God struck him down with the skin cancer so he would put on the sunscreen. No, you ignored that over time before, yeah. you know, like it's, God had nothing to do with it. Again, that, right? have
0: a sound mind, right? We were given a sound Correct. mind. Let's so, use it.
1: <laughs> right. So here's the thing. If you hear the voice and you override it and then bad things happen to you, I'm not going. I'm not going to blame it on God. And mm. my faith... In, in the word is not going to be affected that you it didn't work for you
0: so that brings up a good point is it you're you're talking about keeping your focus on on God going back to that that, that scripture in Isaiah where he talks about you know he was fixed on you because I keep trust him, per- him. right you, you, you trust him you're not trusting in what other people are doing right. what other so, people's experiences are
1: and here's the thing and you don't if you don't if you don't trust God you're not going to trust that voice. Right. He's saying that the the benefit is when you're committed to the voice, committed to the oracles of God, when you're committed to that voice. Not involved with the voice. Mm. Right. There's a difference between being involved and committed. When I married my wife, I committed. If I'm dating, I'm involved with that woman. Right. Right, it's chicken and, and uh pig at breakfast, right? <laughs> That's right. The eggs, the chickens involved, the bacon, the pig's committed. So I have to be all in with that word. That's where the benefit comes. If somebody they could have all the external outside things that we think is great and they don't they're not committed to the oracle. So God, that Rama, their faith won't work and it'll blow up and we'll be like, What's going on? But then there's other people, Doug. That <laughs> you know they're just the meanest, rottenest scoundrel. They don't even, you know, they wouldn't even give a homeless guy a nickel and then but they get healed. Like how does that work? Because they believed and it was affected from them that's right. not based on your outer behavior. Yeah. Remember, circumcision outwardly doesn't benefit you or not benefit yeah. you.
0: I was looking at um you know probably one of the, the verses that made a biggest difference in my life, especially when my family was going through a hard time a few years back. Um, something that was out of my control, but I wanted to be involved in, you know, making it better, was Hebrews 11, verse 1, Now faith is a substance of all things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And breaking that down, hope for, it, it, I don't know if we've talked about the word hope yet. I don't think we have. It, we haven't. So the word hope, if you look it up in, on the sword in, in the Greek, it means to have confident expectation yes, or confidence. Yeah, not, yeah absolutely. Not just, not just I'm hoping and I'm praying. Right. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> we use I the opposite. Hope. I have confidence at this uh, thing that I right. can't see.
1: And here, gonna, let me ask you this: If you have confidence in something, you're confident. Let's say that you're confident as a five-year-old that there's presents under the Christmas tree. What do you do?
0: You get up at five in the morning, and you run down the stairs, and you look at them, and then you wake everybody else up.
1: Correct, because you were confident. You took <laughs> you took action. Took actions. Yeah. That uh, that validated that confidence right. and that belief. You're right. confident in the belief. You're going to take actions. That's what that verse is saying.
0: Yeah. And then to back it up a little bit is you're talking about you're really only going to hear that voice if you if you trust God and trust trust and faith hand, in hand. To, to define each other right. You're talking about a, a, a relationship. You're talking about you know like you would you said with 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 your wife or if you're you know if you with your husband yeah. you have a relationship with someone you know their character you you communicate you spend time together. They tell you stuff. You tell them stuff. And I
1: will tell you what my wife and I talk to each other. I'm not could just don't. I just don't just like complain to her.
3: Right, right.
1: And whine about everything. You know, complain about this and complain. And she doesn't complain to me. So look over in Philemon, real quick. You're right there. You're in Hebrews 11. Just back up Mm, one book back. That's back up Philemon. Super short book. It's like 25 verses. Quick note that he left on the fridge. (laughs) Paul writes to this guy named Philemon. And um, in verse six, he says, That the communication of your faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. So you want to have effectual faith? Start communicating and acknowledging all the good things that are happening in your life. Not a complaint session. You remember the good and evil list, right? Evil is adversity, oh, affliction, yeah. misery, calamity, boo-hoo, whining, complaining, poverty, lack, sickness. You know, the old folks give you their organ recital. My pancreas <laughs> is bad. My, you know, my kidneys are going. My heart's not. Then I'm going to go on the good list, and I'm going to begin to say, and this is how the relationship should be, where I'm like acknowledging all the good stuff that's happening in my life. Like for me, because I've lived so much, I mean, I have 11 deployments, you know, most of them in the Middle East without plumbing. I am very grateful. And you know what's good? Being able to flush the toilet at three in the morning mm. because I didn't have to go outside, you know, and dig a hole. I love indoor plumbing. That's right. a good thing in my life. Right. It's just that easy.
0: So this sounds like for, well, I guess maybe anybody, especially somebody who maybe is kind of new to this whole concept of they... They believe in God. They're believers in Jesus. Maybe they believe that He can talk to them. Maybe they've gotten that far yet. But they, this whole thing of like a relationship just seems kind of, kind of, kind of out there.
1: Yeah, a little, you know, right? Fruity, nutty, and flaky.
0: So, it, and again, it's one thing that you can you can look in the Bible that see stories of many different ways of how God talks to people. Right. But how how are we supposed to talk to Him? Well,
1: and this is yeah. my uh, sister just sent me a box from Desert Storm when I came home because I was came home. She had a party for me and all, and I had wrote her letters, and she found it, and it literally just came this week, sitting right over there. Really? Yeah. One of the letters was one of the things I was told. I was, what God showed me while I was in this is my really. I was in combat in Panama, but this one was a little different. Um, you know, it was we took three thousand prisoners in the first hour a little more intense. Yeah. Panama was like low intensity, you know, not sure who the good guys are, or the bad guys are, <laughs> you know, kind of more Brilliant. like a street cop thing. But this one was like full on force against force. So I was writing to her. One of the things that got, one of the things that I learned while I was out there, well, I'd be out in the desert, and I was always taught, you know, when you're praying, it's like, Father, art God. Bless thee and thy wisdom. And and I'm I'm trying to pray in King James because that's what I was talking. (laughs) Tolier like that, right? The high church thing. Right. And it was like somebody literally, I'm out in the desert. I'm by myself. Someone smacked me on the back of the head. You know, like one of those three stooges smacks. Yeah. I mean, I literally I felt that. I was like, bam. I'm like, what? I'm turning around. I thought it was one of my buddies just goofing off with me. And I literally heard, just talk to me how you talk. Really? Yeah. Just talk to me how you talk. I was like, dude. He's like, yes, like that. (laughs) I was like, really? (laughs) Yes. Just talk to me like you talk. And um, it just opened up... uh, our relationship in a way, like, and out, it became real, and I don't have to pretend to be something different. I don't have to put on certain language or airs or whatever. He knows. He, it says he knows what's in your heart anyway. Yeah. There's, you can't get it right. One spirit with the Lord, make coffee coffee creamer. You can't hide anything anyway. Why would you? You know, and, and, and just be who you are. He created us in his image, he, and that yeah. way it, it gives him permission to be who he is with you. And I'll tell you this, God always meets you where you're at. He did, Just like I talk to my kids. I have three different kids. They have three different personalities. I talk to them differently mm. based on their personalities, how they can receive it from me. And I talk to them differently when they were six years old than when they were 16 years old and then they were 22 years old. I talk right. to them differently as they grow. This is the same thing with God. He'll talk to everybody differently where you are in life and what your personality is. He created you. Just let him talk to you that way.
0: Man, that's so good that's uh I, I think that's something that a lot of people um so, I mean I know I have in the past is just how do you how do you do this this talking to God thing I, you know because you don't want to just complain and you don't want a list of I need this isn't I'm not, not rattle off my Christmas list you know and you know Santa bring me this and this and that right it's it, but I think what you point here I wrote this in 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 uh, um, is it Philemon how yeah Philemon do, Philemon where just acknowledging every good thing in life like you said i'm thankful for indoor plumbing
1: yeah and electricity yeah i love technology people like oh the mark of the beast man i like netflix okay (laughs) when i was a (laughs) kid you know what i would have gave to have like a colored tv in my hand are you kidding me
0: (laughs) amen yeah like so come
1: (laughs) on man stop you know quit freaking out about every little and be grateful for all the good stuff i love air conditioning right I like having ice cream in the summertime.
0: Do you find that like doing this purposefully when even especially when you're having a bad day? Especially okay, so talk about gotta that. You got to make yourself
1: do it. Yeah. So that's like I call it in my corporate stuff. I call it that you know pressure proofing yourself. It's like a nuclear bomb on pressure is gratitude. But you have to force yourself to do it because you are not going to your emotions and your flat. You're not going to want to, You want to be mad. You want to be new. Be like I'm grateful for plumbing. I'm thankful for electricity. Mm-mm. You know, I'm glad the garbage got picked up today, right? And then as you and then I write those down too as I'm saying them out loud. So I'm involving okay. all my senses, yeah. right? So I'm priming in, in neuroscience, right? 11 million bits of information that we take in goes to a 126 bits of our conscious mind fraction. So I'm going to prime as many of those 11 million bits to make sure that I'm pointing my 126 in the direction that helps me, which is gratitude, right? The good list. And if you don't know, then just grab the good list. I think you can get it at u uh, s in the free handouts. There's a good list okay. up there. u s Free handout. Just get the good and evil list. Click on it. It's on all my books. Every book that I have is the good and evil list. Um, start on the good list. Beauty. Think of everything that's beautiful in your life. Man, my kids are beautiful. My wife's beautiful. Man, my wife's got the flower beds. and It's May. Even sitting on the deck, it's beautiful. All the trees, they're, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, I, and that uh, right there, that already just changed my. Did you hear my voice change? Oh no, yeah, I'm, I'm like, yeah. No, I'm and I wasn't it's even like trying. You're sitting, to. It's like
0: you're sitting in it, right? I was, that's what I was like.
1: Yeah. Was like literally the imagination was me sitting on my deck, sipping coffee, just enjoying all that. Um, you know, you know what else is beautiful is like. Our dream vacation of going to like Bora Bora out in the middle of the crystal blue, mm. right? When the and the the huts are out, and you have to walk on the boardwalk yeah. out in the middle of the water and you're out, right. The plexiglass floor. Yeah. The, yeah. Like, oh man, that's so good. Yeah. You know, and like, see what I'm doing? It this is how I'm and when I go to God and I tell him thank you, like I see something beautiful in creation. I'm taking a f- picture for Snapchat of my you know, have yeah. the sun, the sunset or the sunrise. Man, Bob, that is awesome. That you got me here right at this time to see that you painted that picture for me. Thank you so much. Like, like what if I did, like, my wife, ah, thank you so much that you, like, made steak for my birthday dinner. That yeah. was so awesome. You know, and you made my favorite, you know. Ca- see, what happens to your relationship is, that that's really what I'm doing is worshiping when I say that. And then that yeah. frees her up to tell me good stuff like, I love you, baby, and hey, I want to do some more stuff for you.
0: Right, and you're not, you're also not taking things for granted. Right. It's so easy right. to just take things for granted and just accept that that thing is always going to be either that that porch is uh, you, it, you know that took work to make that porch look the way it oh, is. yeah, the weeds grow in those flowers. you got to pull it. so you're acknowledging that that somebody went out of their way, in this case, your wife, but it yep. could be something that God did in your life and and you're just grateful for those things. and even if even if you're staring a storm in the face, there's still things that you can you can look to to be thankful of or thankful for. Always, right?
1: And so I have this list, right? I just keep the log, right? So oh yeah. Okay. One of my one of my coaching clients this week just is like, you know, just keep reciting the problem over and over again. Last couple of weeks, yeah. Whatever her personal problem, and I'm like, enough with that. Okay, here's your homework. You have to write out a hundred things. So it's five every day for the next how many ever two you get done. A hundred things that you're grateful for for that person. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I get my money up front. Because <laughs> now they're invested. They'll do the work because they paid for it. Right. But that's what they, and they're forcing them to do it. But then pretty soon, by the time you get to 35 or 50, yeah. it starts to flow. Right. And you've changed your attitude. That right. person didn't change, but you changed you. And that's what this is about. Me saying good things, acknowledging good things to God changes me. He ain't going to change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. You taking a fast and praying for hours, it doesn't change God one iota. Right. You should not focus on trying to change God, change his mind, get him to do stuff for you. He's done everything he's ever going to do for you. It's already done. Now you need to change you and your attitude, which changes your actions, which changes your results.
0: Right. And again, we're, what we're talking about, just to back up a little bit, is the process of, of living in faith, walking it out, making it real, making it work. You mentioned a word a second ago that I'd like to dive a little bit more into, and that's worship. Let's talk about. Let's talk about worship for a second because that's I, th- I think that has a connotation that some folks may not understand
1: yeah i want you to tell that story because when you first learned it you had like a thing happened to you with yeah. your dog so. yeah
3: yeah
0: wow that's cool yeah so i we were talking about this topic a while back and i was i was kind of struggling to get my head around it um and we had two dogs at the time they're um my wife's before i was around but they don't tell her i think they like me a little bit more in the end (laughs) (laughs) no just kidding um but we we, i got real close to them i never had dogs growing up always wanted them so they became like my own and one of them was real just the sweetest soul ever um just so so pleasant very therapeutic she could come up to you and give you a kiss and, and cuddle up and all that so anyway i'm reading i was reading somewhere i was reading in um uh, if it was in Hebrews, I forget what I was reading. But anyway, it, I was reading something, the word, and just for bed, and um, I had my uh, my phone or the computer, the e sword up, and she jumps up and she comes up and just starts licking me in the face and like sitting on my chest, almost in bed. And it's like a you forty know, pound dog, and 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 I thought, wow, it's you know, it, it's like something just hit me. I mean, not not quite as pronounces what you experienced in the desert of, of pretty Iraq. close though. but, but I mean, pretty close it was like it was like wow this is it and it for some reason I went and I looked up worship in any sort in Eastern Greek and it and it said um basically said the act of uh, of of a, a dog licking its master's hand right I was like holy so I about fell out of bed right it's like wow that's what that's what he longs for—is for us just to jump up in his lap, give him kisses, give him
1: kisses, I'll snuggle
0: it, right. Yeah, rub my belly. Yeah, man. <laughs> I know? mean, that was
1: like when you told me that, I was like, wow. That was like, I mean, I think I—you were pretty excited, but I was even more excited. Yeah. I think because um, that whole thing—that's the key to faith—is worship, because faith works by love, and that's all worship is—is is love. I'm expressing adoration, love, and gratitude. And Rhema comes from, this is why faith works by love, because Rhema comes, spoken word, that's where faith comes from, is that spoken word. And when, I, when you love on God, he wants to talk to you. Mm. The more you love on him, like, so You the dog jumped up there. Did you just swat her away? or?
0: No, I mean, she came right up and I was like rubbing her. And yes, was like,
1: I giving I was her happy. attention back, right? You, yeah. you're, it's, a, it's a love fest. Yeah. God's not going to see. That's the problem is what religion saw is, is God's up there with a big bug smacker ready to swatch swat you because you did yeah. bad stuff and you disappointed him and you don't measure up. It's just not, it's like the picture of what you just said. Yeah. It's really the picture of our Father.
0: I think the other thing, too, that helped get my head around it years later was understanding that that is, we all want to jump in in this cycle and we're having a uh, <clears throat> whatever is going on in our life. Right. We always want we usually want more crisis. faith.
1: Right. Yeah, usually crisis. the crisis. We
0: we we have something going on and we want more faith. Oh, I need more faith. Like it's a like it's a can of spinach or Popeye, right? You just blinking. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Right. So
1: Oh, you're but, dating yourself though. You're so old talking about Popeye. <laughs> anyway, go
0: ahead. It's on YouTube, kids. Yeah. Uh anyway, you you pointed out that it, in one of your teachings a while back was that you can't just jump in at faith. Right? That's like
1: that's the end of the that's cycle. That's
0: like that's like enjoying the the gourmet dish that's prepared. You have to actually that thing didn't just cook itself. You have to right. do the work. And the, in the beginning of the cycle, you said is worship. It that's, is. That's where you jump in. So let's talk about that. And worship comes in a lot of different ways, right? There's a lot of different forms of worship.
1: Yeah, I mean, so like, and I'm, he's our father, so I like to use the father child, mm. yeah, analogy since he's our father and we're his children. Um, giving gifts is one way that my kids show me worship mm. like this uh, Garmin Phoenix Sapphire 5X watch yeah they gave it to me for Father's Day it's my favorite thing I mean I don't even take it off at night because it tracks my sleep all <laughs> my workouts I can even play I don't but I could do golf courses on here oh, GP- that's cool right um, they gave me great gifts and I've you know they've always given me good gifts because they, they love me so, it's not just like here's some cheap high karate cologne. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Right. Don't give God some cheap, not, you know, they're not going to the Goodwill store finding something used for me. Yeah. They save their money all year. They do all that, and they give me good gifts. I feel that worship, which makes me want to do what for them? Give back to them. Right. Given it shall be given to you. And the better, and I know the more that they. You know, put into giving me the gift. They struggled. They worked hard. They saved their money. They sacrificed, and they gave me this great gift. That makes me want to do the same thing for them. And this is the same thing with Father. So one of the ways that we can show worship is giving gifts. Okay. The next thing I love: my kids jump up on my lap, just like your your puppy did. They give me a big kiss, and they're like, "Daddy, I love you so much." When they give me words, that's praise, right? I love you so much. You're the best. The sitting on my lap part is adoration. Mm. And then there's acts of service. When they cut the grass and I didn't even ask them. When they take out the trash and I didn't ask them. When they, you know, anything that they do for me and I didn't even ask them. They solve problems for me before they even become my problem. Right. Um, that I feel loved. Because I know that this takes effort. So, and I'll tell you that my... I love them all, but my most favorite one is when they solve my problems. Mm. Like, giving me gifts is fantastic, but it wears off after a while. Saying I love you, just like we said before, show me the money. Anybody could say I love you, but if you just, like, you don't really love me, you're just saying it, but you don't show it to me, it means not a whole lot. So I can't just tell God I love you, but then I don't do what he's asking me to do. When they do stuff that I ask them to do, that's how I know they love me. And they don't give me an attitude when they do it. Oh, I'm sick of doing it. I've got an empty dishwasher, blah, blah, Right? Yeah. This is the same thing we do. Oh, God telling, you know, Jonah, go to Nineveh. I don't want to go. I'm going to Tarshish. And then he ends up in that, you know, the fish's mouth. Right. Right. I'm not doing that, grumbling and moaning. Right? That's not showing worship. It's funny. When I was first learning all this and teaching it in church, my wife asked me to iron something for her on the way we were going somewhere. And I was about to just be like, "Fine iron, it, but I can't believe you don't do your right thing. And God was like, "That ain't worship, and she ain't giving you no rhema. and I was like, "Yes, dear, I'll iron it. yeah you Because know, it could have blown up the whole thing, but this is the same thing that happens with you know our relationship with God and i I don't know how to make it any more easy to understand than that to be honest with you.
0: no, I think that's great I think those those are um you know three three practical things and and you look at like you know let's just start with like giving gifts. I mean that can look like a lot of different things, right?
1: Yeah, so let's say uh, so and this when I first taught on this um you know cuz the preachers always asking for your offering check or your tithe check or whatever. Yeah. Don't give it to the church, you give it to God.
0: So what does that mean?
1: So like when Drew, my oldest was in kindergarten, he won like an award for being like student of the year or something like that. Which came with a nice little certificate and blah blah. blah. And the Chick-fil-A stuffed Chick-fil-A cow. Hmm. And he loved that thing. And I was like, man, that thing's so cool. So he comes home and he immediately jumps up in my lap and he gives it to me. He goes, Daddy, I want you to have this. Do I need the Chick-fil-A doll? Do I need the toy? No. God don't need your tie check either. Right. He got plenty of cash in heaven. He doesn't need your little piddly check. Right. I was like, no, baby, you have it because I really don't want it. No, baby, you keep it. It's for you. You earned it. Yeah. He said, no, Daddy, I'm giving it to you because I love you and you're my dad. Oh. I still have that Chick-fil-A thing right over there. I bet. Yeah. And this, that was when he, he just graduated from the Citadel. Yeah. Like two days ago. I have it from when he graduated kindergarten. Yeah. I cherish that because he, because he gave it to me out of his heart because I love you. Yeah. And you're my daddy. So if you're writing a check at church— it really should be that attitude. If you're giving anything to a ministry, to somebody else, that God talk, put, I'm giving it to you, Father. Not, not vertical, I mean, not horizontal giving. I'm giving it to the church or this ministry and that, and I'm getting my IRS deduction. That's vertical giving. It's not giving to God. You're giving to a church or a ministry. If your heart is, Father, I'm giving this to you because I love you and you're my daddy. Receive that. Yeah. Right, up in heaven. I'm giving this to you, but that, it says it says in the New Testament that men on earth receive the tithes, but God receives it in heaven if you give it with that attitude. Right, so that's what I'm really giving it to God. Yeah, you're getting it down here, but I didn't give it to you. I gave it to God, and that's my attitude. It's a whole different thing. And that's showing him worship, which f- allows and frees him up to speak to me, and that's what gives me faith.
2: Yeah.
0: Does that make sense? It does, yeah. I and we we talked about this a little bit before, like being being a heart issue, right? Like you told the story about getting tie checks when you were kids in the church, and you could tell if someone like rounded up, you know, rounded up, cents, or right. put like you know like twelve cents or something, you knew kind of where their heart yeah. was. My my wife had as uh, an HR and had had employees call up and say, "I want to, I want to put you know such and such church on my direct deposit, so it comes so right it out, of comes out of my, out of my account, and, right. and, and and it's like us so that's kind of like how you pay your taxes, like you don't think about it. What you're saying is that the the money may end up somewhere else, but you're giving it to him. You're saying, I'm making this available to you, and if you tell me to give it to, to wherever. this church or this organization yeah, or that. this person, I mean, we but, had... um
1: Yeah, and that's, let me just say, because yeah. a lot of people, they never even ask God, where do you want me to put it? Right. So this is the first thing, and I'm giving you this gift, Father. Where do I put it? And then that should be like your first thing, right, where the voice yeah. tells you to put it. yeah could be the next door neighbor that does just got laid off and like they have right. no money not the church down the street that you go to it might be i don't know ask him
0: yeah we did um i, I told you months ago I, I started thinking about this and we had a uh, heard a um a guest speaker talk about this topic about about kingdom building and how for the kingdom to get built on earth it needs human hands you know, it's yeah. not just going to fall out of the sky. But well, we're the right. body of we're, Christ. Right, so we yeah. actually have to do the work. We're the hands and the feet. Yeah. And it inspired inspired me to do something. I'm I'm, I'm going to take, you know, a portion of, of my earnings, and I'm going to put it in an account that I'm not going to. It's going to be, it's my, it's my kingdom account.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, there, yeah like right. we did this way. I don't know if you were at the clock then, but that's what the experiment we did. I stopped taking any offerings or tithes in the church, and I said, just put that money up yeah. and ask him what you want to do with this. You, you just have to write your tithe check then put it in a separate account and ask him, what do I want to do? Father, where do you want me to put this? Yeah. Where do you want me to put this? And I know it's not a popular thing in churches because that's how they make their cash. Right. But I'm trying to help you in your relationship with your father, just like my wife, my relationship with her. Um, I always ask her, like, you know, it was Mother's Day this week, right? So we asked a sister... What is it that she really wants? The kids went and asked Aunt Laura, what are the ki- what does Mommy really want? Well, she wants this kind of fire pit. So, if you, right, you found this? Yeah, yeah. So, this is the same thing. We'll find out what God wants. Like, my kids gave me this watch because they knew I wanted this watch. Gosh. They, yeah. I mean, they knew exact specs, everything, because I had researched it out. That's the one I'm looking for, I'm believing for, that's the one I want. They didn't give me one that wasn't as good. They didn't give me one that was almost like it, but cheaper. They didn't give me one that was, di- right? They got the one that I wanted. But they had to do their research and ask, what do you want? Right. This is the same exact thing when you're giving a gift and worshiping. Don't give a gift that they don't want.
0: Right, yeah. Yeah, what you're saying is take, find out what, what, what he wants you to do with that. Make it available. Make Actually, no. What's the proper phrase here? Set it aside so that it's only available for that thing. Correct,
1: and that's what holiness is. Yeah. Right, and sanctification, set apart. Yes, yeah. so so you set apart. So sanctify that money. And it's holy. It's only used for the purpose of whatever. So and holy then, just means use a single part, devoted yeah. to a single purpose. So you devote it for the purpose of kingdom.
0: And then you wait for the for him to tell you, right? To be an opportunity, like you may have a like I said, neighbor's house might get destroyed in the storm. It there you go. A, right. It could, could be a be, million of anything. Could, be, I don't it could know. be. It could be somebody who's starting a business. You have no idea. It, right. it, it may not be. What well, your point is, it may not be the typical give to this ministry, give to this charity. It could be.
1: Anything he of, wants. Don't any, put God in a go. box.
0: Anything man. he wants. Couldn't have said it better. Just
1: like my kids <laughs> ask me, "What do you want, Dad? We're gonna get you anything you want." Yeah. Right. But yeah. they ask. Right. So it's the same thing. And this is this is worship, and then faith comes from that.
0: Yeah. The other thing, dropping down to the, the expressing love, um, and just you know personally kind of where i learned and kind of grew with this is you know we grew up in a, a denominational church that sang the hymns with the organ it was kind of just standing there trying to chant it, it just i didn't <laughs> get into it so when we experienced praise and worship with like you know rock you know music guitars i was like this is well this is I mean i mean i liked it i was never big on christian music as far as like christian rock I never listened to that i wouldn't expose it much growing up but it was different and and I would most. All, I would just kind of just stand there and not sing, not do a whole lot. And when I think we talked about that, about man, this is when you're when you are in a worship setting and there's a band playing or whatever the the situation is, and you have the ability to through. Song and whatever, express your love to him. You can have the worst voice in the world. There's people not, on, on American here, Idol. Right? are like,
1: uh, uh, where Could, are like, "Oh my God, you're thing. the worst singer ever." Right, you're, but your mom liked it, and it's she, the same yeah. thing. Your dad's gonna like it. Your father in heaven will like right. it. Right.
0: When my kids were in the car, they all one the their favorite one of their favorite movies, in mine is too, is The Greatest Showman, and about P.T. Barnum. I don't know if you've ever seen. Uh, Pete, the, the no,
1: I didn't want It's got he's huge it's, it's, Jackman, man. Come on, man. Yeah, it's Wolverine, dude, stop it's singing. A, no, man, he's solid in this. All right, you like he's doing the music specifically
0: mantra, for right? like you know dreams and vision. You, you need to watch it anyway. That's my homework when he
1: did lay Miz. I was over <laughs> it. <laughs> so
0: anyway, they're 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 singing. They love the soundtracks. They're singing, and yeah, I I don't care if they're on pitch or I the sound of their voice, especially my little five year old. I mean, the, she's got the little tiny voice still, which is crazy loud, but it's just that sweet little voice. I I, I don't care what she's singing. I, I, so I think your point is is spot on. Is that it doesn't? You're not singing to perform to everybody else. You're singing to him. He's gonna love your voice. But that's one spot you can totally jump into worship. And from that, will come Rama.
1: Right, and I, and don't just worry about it at church. Right. So the word yeah, prayer, most of the time, if you look at the Greek, the word prayer means private worship most all the time in the new testament you see the word prayer it's private worship so um corporate worship is a different thing and usually your corporate worship is not going to be that great if you didn't do private worship if you enjoyed corporate worship and you haven't done any private worship you're piggybacking on somebody else's work right so okay i do it i mean i have my you know in psalms he calls it the secret place or whatever right um i'm i have my prayer time my private worship time it's not just me coming down and buying you know and jesus said that the father's looking for true worshipers that worship him in spirit and in truth the truth is the word so i pray the word and in spirit right my the way that i approach it is that i'm you're my daddy and i love you
2: yeah yeah
1: right not complaining about this not like and listen I mean, it says bring your requests make them known like but it also says that he already knows what your requests are before you even ask. So I'm like, hey Father, <laughs> you know we got this deal coming up.
3: Right, right.
1: I'm uh, and one of my favorite lines with him is I quote out of Isaiah, if you're willing and obedient, you eat the good of the land, right? So this is this is faith in action. Okay. Right, remember not a grumbling attitude. When he tells me to do something, I do it with a good attitude. I'm willing and I do it. I don't do it and then I'm I'm like grumbling the whole time. So I make sure that I'm willing and obedient. Every time he tells me to do something, hey, I'm willing and obedient, Father. You said I eat the good of the land. This ain't the good of the land. Um, you know. Sometimes I hold the bill up, you know, to the you know ceiling so God can see it without putting his glasses on. <laughs> sure, look here, this is due. Um, I'm doing your, you know, I'm doing what you told me to do, and yeah. then I just put it back down again, right? Yeah. However, you got to do. But I'm, that, I'm that real with him. Yeah.
0: Well, I think these are some real practical. Steps. and I hope I hope this makes makes sense again that to see how all these things tie together that that hearing hearing from him believing doing you know worship runs through all those things it it's it's kind of the, the glue that's going to keep that faith going right I mean it, it, talking about having like a Spiritual mindset versus a carnal mindset. When when the going gets tough, a lot of folks have it with the carnal mindset they're they're liable to cut and run. But a spiritual mindset is going to persevere because the just live by faith, which again means you have confidence and expectation in things you can't see and you can't explain necessarily. Right? I mean, it, it it's a it's a it's a process. It's a cycle that. Um,
1: Right. And this is, I mean, here's faith in it, right? I believe that I have a brain. I've never seen it, though.
3: (laughs) True.
1: But I have confidence that I have a brain. Yeah. And I operate in it every day. But I've never seen it. Yeah. But I believe. And no one's seen my brain. They might have seen other brains and other humans, but they haven't seen my brain. It's never been cut open. So we're not even sure if I have one or not. (laughs) Right. right, right? I mean, this is, it's that, it's really super, super simple and crystal clear. Yeah, and the only way you could prove if I had a brain is if they cut it open and they looked, and maybe a CAT scan or MRI. But yeah. even then, it's a picture. I don't know. Do you know? I mean, we don't. I mean, unless we're matching the cadaver next to that, the best we could go on is what we're assuming, past track record is. This is that's why I mean I love science. I'm not making fun of it, but that's all right. science is. We don't really know, right? We're, we're bumbling along investigating right back in the day they used, that's why they called them saw bones, a doctor because they would just like saw the bone off and then put the tourniquet yeah. on when you got shot in the leg now we try to because we know more right and the more we, but that had, that doesn't discount God because we didn't know back in in 1864 that you could stitch a leg right. up and not saw it off are you following this yeah it was
0: our own ignorance we didn't we didn't Correct. know we didn't know any better yeah,
1: and all I say every miracle is just science we don't understand yet. Yeah. So don't use that as your crutch of not believing, because it hasn't been proved out of science yet or whatever. Right. I mean, that's just an excuse, and it doesn't make it to not affect for me. If you, what if somebody didn't believe? Yeah. I you know, I hate it for you, but every man's a liar, but God be true.
0: Yeah. Well, it goes about how we started off, right? Is is what do you what are you focusing on if 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 uh, something happens and bad things happen all the time if that shakes your faith and that causes you not to believe may want to may want to refocus what you're what what you uh, you're you're worshiping and what you're focused on and, and what your target is and what you're what you're feeding on too
1: right it's all he it all hinges on what you're feeding on yeah. if you're feeding yeah. on your your news feed your social media feed yeah. there's not a lot of good on there right if you're feeding on you know what i call the cw shows yeah you know the, yeah. the team it's just full of drama and it's like just nonsense drama everybody's all upset all the time it's just emotional thing if you feed on that then you're going to start to mimic that just like i did with the three stooges when i was right. a kid yeah you, you know it's what do you feel? You should be feeding on this podcast, another podcast like it. That you know, you should feel better. I, I mean, I literally feel more energized when I am talking like this, right. using this language, and when I am, you know, listening to this, and you know, it it, it pumps me up. Instead of, you know, tears me, in, oh, you know that. Oh.
0: Yeah, or draining your energy right. and your enthusiasm. Yeah, and, so it's
1: whatever, and yeah. you could totally pick whichever one you want. That's sure. your choice, and it doesn't matter whether you're in prison, you're in a communist country, you're in a free country, you have no rights. Inside your brain, you could pick whichever thing you want to focus on. Right.
0: Yeah, it, that, that is a universal right. Um, I think a couple things kind of wrapping up it, 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 to focus on as well is just remember that um, it, it's according to your faith. Right.
1: However you want How many, to believe it, it'll be done yeah. to you. Your, I just, your choice.
0: God's I just, a pro-choice God. He leaves it up to you to make the choice. I just sent
1: this tweet. Uh, it was a tweet that I got from a I have like a coach's quotes or something. On Anyway, I sent this to the kids. It's from John F. Kennedy. Once you say you're going to settle for second, that's what I find happens to you in life. John F. Kennedy. Wow. There you go.
3: Yeah. If you don't
1: believe Jesus, believe JFK. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: I think another one would be a good kind of jumping in point for folks maybe that are having an issue or, or just don't know where to start, don't know where to begin. That part um, what we talked about is just acknowledging, be thankful for all the things that are happening that are good in life, and just you just just saying them out loud, right? And then,
1: like of some people, it's like you have to. It's like pulling literally pulling teeth to get them to say anything good happening yeah. in their life. They just refuse to let it come yeah. out of their mouth. And at that point, I'm like, hey, look, I got a thing. I got to go. Yeah. And even
0: if that and that may be a good thing to be make part of your private worship or your prayer, is just being thankful, just just saying out loud the things you're grateful for. You know, it can, it can be something as simple as indoor plumbing and electricity and roof over your head. If that's where you got to start, man, great. Start there. Start, start there.
1: And if you're not thankful for those things, seriously.
0: Yeah. Go spend a week in the in the woods.
1: Right. Without go, them. <laughs> go to a third world country. Right.
0: Yeah. Um, that's a. I think that's a great kind of wrapping up point there, man. I mean, I mean we covered a lot of stuff today. Uh, hopefully, it, don't
1: we always? Uh, yeah, and I think man. we
0: get. Hopefully, it tied together with last week as well, where you, you know the whole, you know, hear, believe, do. Well, this is these are some things to help kind of do. that process. What is it that you can do? Right, these are things you can right. do to prime that pump. That's right. Yeah, keep to build build more faith and more action, and more action builds more faith, and more faith builds more action, and it's just yeah, it's just, right. It's like an engine revving. Correct.
1: <laughs> and I will, you know. I like to write down, that's what I call in my corporate stuff, execution formula. What are the mm. three things I want to do when I find myself in, you know, you could say doubt or unbelief or complaining or like, so as soon as I recognize that I'm in that, I'm going to do three things, and they're usually physical things, right? I'm going to stand up, I'm going to say, Andrew, that's not correct. And then I'm going to start saying, like, the good list, beauty, bounty, better, the better, right? And, and I actually like write down, Things for me to like an indoor plumbing. I actually have a gratitude list that I physically have to make myself go pull out sometimes. But see, these are actions that you take because, and not because I feel like it, but because I actually believe this. Yeah. Right. That's how you know you've bought in is when you're doing these actions. Right. Even if you feel like it or not.
3: Right. Yeah.
1: Does that make sense? It does, man. That's okay. good stuff. I hope
3: right. uh, that
0: someone can use that. I know I probably will. <laughs> so anyway, we well, all thank you for joining us. Again, if you have questions, if you have topic ideas for us, uh, hit us up at uh, logosuncovered at gmail.com or if you have our personal content information or Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. Uh, let us know. Remember to check out Andrew's show, uh, the Covenant Life Show on Spotify. Um, you got a great series you're you're working through right now, going through identity and purpose, gifts, moving into vision.
1: Yeah, I'm um, going to start on vision this week. I'm yeah. pretty excited about it. Of course, it's not going to be what you think. You know, <laughs> <Of course. laughs> it's, it's already, Yeah, I'm already getting just great stuff. In fact, I just yeah. got another verse right here while we were sitting here. Had nothing to do with what we we're talking about, but you know, I just got, I got Rhema. I got that voice telling me something. I was like, oh, wow.
0: Yeah, sweet. So tune in for that. Otherwise, we will uh, see you next time. Bye for now.